What's good, podcast fam? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In this one, we are going to talk about what is the right diet. Is it the keto diet, the paleo diet? Is it the carnivore diet? Is it fasting? Is it the new animal-based diet? Is it vegetarianism? Is it veganism? Is it plant-based? Is it this or that Atkins diet? You name it, any and every diet you can think of and come across in the world, which one is the right one? Well, essentially, there really is no wrong diet. All of these diets work. However, it is attaching to one as a dogma and using a diet your entire lifespan. That is where we mess up and or get unhealthy in the long run you feel me so diets all diets work they work in short terms however to sustain like really good health long-term longevity you feel me we have to develop an awareness of what our body needs from meal to meal because essentially our body's needs are changing literally every meal to meal depending on you know, how active we are on any given day, and just in general, what our body needs. Our body's needs are constantly changing from meal to meal. And so rather than turning to, oh, is the keto diet the best diet for me? Is veganism better for me? No, they are all good for you, especially as long as they are all organic whole foods, earth-grown nutrients, right? As long as you're eating that, it doesn't matter if it's paleo, keto, carnivore. Um, What matters is that you're eating those clean organic whole foods and that you're eating what your body needs in that meal, in that moment. So for an example, let's say you just worked out and you did a heavy workout. Let's say you did deadlifts or any heavy compound movement, right? Your body's tissues are broken down. Your body needs and wants protein to rebuild that tissue. And so your meal is going to be something protein dense, some animal, some heavy source of animal protein on your plate, right? Um, You need heavy protein, more fat on that plate post-workout because the fat helps, uh, the protein be digested and absorbed more within the tissues. And so that's just one example. Let's say there's a day, today's a day where you don't work out and you're just, uh, you know, sitting and walking. You're having a passive rest day. On a day like this, you might not even need as much heavy flesh foods as compared to a day where you do heavy load workouts, right? Or use your body a lot more than you do on an active rest day. Um. So let's say on an active rest day, you don't need as much flesh foods as you do on a heavy day. So you, your diet is more oriented towards a vegan approach, meaning you're eating more plant-based, you're eating more organic, whole nuts, grains, seeds in your diet. Um, basically, I'm trying to paint a picture in your mind of how you accommodate your meals to what you're doing on a daily basis. You don't want to have the idea of your mind that, oh, let me just do this diet because hundreds of thousands of other people are showing good anecdotal evidence of good health outcomes. No, 
that's not what we should uh, be paying attention to and committing to a diet just because we see other people having results. Yes, that is an encouragement to adopt a new diet dietary approach. However, that is not sustainable long term, just adopting a dietary approach because you see someone else's results and they look like some results you might want in your own personal life, right? Be it weight loss and just more health and vitality, energy levels up off the roof. You basically have to, again, let me drill it in your mind, listen to your body, listen to what your body needs from meal to meal. Most of the time in the mornings, I wake up and I eat oatmeal. That fuels my body for the next two to three hours. And then my second meal of the day is usually some eggs, some light protein, because I just hit a morning one-hour walk with my dogs or or I hit a weightlifting session. You feel me? I pretty much work out every day of the week. So I'm always having the same two meals in the morning, which is oatmeal and eggs. And then later at night, depending on if I had a heavy workout day, I'll have, you know, a nutrient rich dense protein source be it beef liver raw heart uh just ground beef of course all of it is grass-fed grass-finished animal products because that is the most nutrient dense source of nutrition that we could be eating and yeah that's just an example of how personally i eat throughout the day my dietary approach is an omnivorous diet which means it is a nutrient rich diet very nutrient diverse diet which is the diet that i believe we've been i don't even like to label it a diet because it's just the way we've humans been eating since the dawn of time since the dawn of humans for hundreds of thousands of even millions of years since humans have been evolving on this planet we've been eating in omnivorous way which means we include every food group in our diet excuse me so that includes nuts seeds grains um, animal meats, uh, fats, carbs, proteins, you name it. Um, we've been eating a fucking nutrient rich variety of foods, our entire evolutionary process. You feel me? And there's a lot of famous influential people that are on the media persuading a different um narrative people like paul saladino for example dr sean baker dr cam berry these three influential people on the media today are promoting the carnivore diet a carnivorous way of eating which is a good diet to adopt especially if you're coming from a sad crap diet Sad crap stands for standard American diet full of carbohydrates, refined foods, additives, and preservatives. Sad crap. Excuse me. If you're coming from a sad crap diet, then yes, of course, and obviously a carnivore diet is going to clean up your body and make you feel more healthy and vital and heal up from these ailments that you may be going through, heal up tissues, and just make you feel more vital, strong, and healthy in your body. So much so, it's going to make you feel good so much so if you're coming from a shitty diet that you're going to want to push this diet onto the media, onto the world and tell everyone, hey, this diet is the diet for all of us, the cure-all, be-all, the diet that, I don't know, you start doing the shit that Paul Saladino, Dr. Sean Baker and these carnivore meatheads are doing. And don't get me wrong, it's all good. I agree with everything they say. 
100%. I encourage the carnivore diet. However, I don't attach to it like a dogma and create an entire business model behind the carnivore diet, which is literally where I make my living. That's Paul Saladino, right? He literally has a business called the Heart and Soil Supplement Company, where all they do is bottle organ meats into freeze-dried capsules, right? They're selling you liver capsules. They're selling you bull testicle capsules. Basically, uh, he has his whole, he makes his living off this company, right? So, of course, everything he promotes and posts on the media is going to be oriented towards animal-based towards carnivore way right paul saladino i don't think his word is credible even though he has credentials yes he is an md he's a psychiatrist but remember that he is a psychiatrist he's an expert in psychiatry which has to do with the mind so he's good at i'm not saying he's controlling our way of thinking but he's good at the mind and he's good at telling you guys creating a problem and pushing that problem in our face and creating the solution, which is his supplements. And he's good at the way he knows how our minds work. So he knows how to get people to buy his product, right? By the way he promotes and encourages and then talks about the carnivore diet. But I do want to refresh your guys' mind that Paul Saladino is an expert in psychiatry, not in nutrition and dietetics. Paul Saladino does not have 30 plus years of actual practical clinical one-on-one first-hand experience with patients and real life people changing their diet to make them healthy realizing that everyone has different metabolic needs and uh, some people thrive off high meats in their diet some people thrive off literally a veganism approach in their diet and they both seem to have you know those two different types of people one that thrives off carnivorous way of eating and then the other person that thrives off veganism way of eating, those two people can have the same level of health and vitality, yet they're eating completely different way, right? How is that? Someone like Paul Saladino will not know that because he does not have that 30 plus years of actual nutrition and dietetical dietetics experience. You feel me? He's just a man that reads a lot of peer-reviewed literature online and Essentially, when you do that, when you read so much of this shit, you're you're just someone that comes up with piles of mechanistic data and tries to give that out to the world. But that's not real, actual, practical uh, data that has been applied to people and where you could see the benefits and actually mark that data and see what is working for people and not working, etc. You feel me? He's not an actual nutritional scientist doing nutritional scientific work. He's reading the results and data from scientists that are nutritionists doing the real science. So remember that he's not the expert that he's coming off as on the media. Neither is Dr. Sean Baker. He is a surgeon in, I think, in cardiovascular to do with the heart right these men don't get me wrong they have high credentials a lot of what they say is credible but a lot of what they don't say is also not credible so i mean a lot of what they do say is also not credible so just be more aware of these people that you're studying 
yes, a lot of the shit they say is correct. The carnivore diet is a very nutrient-rich diet. It is going to heal a lot of things in people that people may be dealing with, like anxiety, uh, physical ailments, right? Depression, all those types of things. Um, yes, carnivore diet's going to help clear the skin up, get you healthy, get you vital, but it's not the end-all, be-all. It's not the long-term, sustainable, lifetime diet. Again, from the research I have done, which is nine plus years within this field of nutrition, dietetics, and holistic wellness, my conclusion is the omnivorous way of eating is the best way of eating. In that way of eating, we are getting a profound amount of variety of nutrition, be it phytochemicals, phytonutrients, the basic nutrition, you know, trace minerals, minerals, carbohydrates, fats, uh, proteins, and also just what nutrition has proven in plants to be secondary nutrients. There are these things in plants and vegetables and fruits and vegetables called secondary nutrients. This is taught in nutrition, and I know this because I've taken a nutrition course. Secondary nutrients... There are some about 20,000 plus secondary nutrients yet to be identified within fruits and vegetables and also yet to be determined as essential for optimal health. So there are still many nutrients yet to be identified and researched within fruits and vegetables, yet many uh, nutritionists and dietetics say that these secondary nutrients are um. They claim to be essential, but they, uh, the FDA or whoever makes the uh, nutritional value um, requirements for human beings has yet to put on the books and research these secondary. I know I'm sounding confusing to some of you guys, but essentially what I'm trying to say is that secondary nutrients are recommended by dietitians and nutritionists. However, science has yet to catch up with with actually identifying what these secondary nutrients have to offer our physiology. Many nutrition and dietetics know that there are positive benefits and that's why they recommend we eat a variety of foods in our diet, such as fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains. They recommend these because they know that there are nutrients we need to thrive and live a healthy, long life. So my point is, don't be afraid of eating fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, and grains, because there are people in the media like Paul Saladino telling you, for example, oatmeal. He says oatmeal is a poor people's food. It is not a health food. That's what Paul Saladino says. That's not what I personally say. I don't agree with him. I think, in fact, that oatmeal is a health food. It is, in fact, very healthy. And there is a lot of peer-reviewed literature, scientific research backing up, proving that oatmeal is, in fact, healthy for us and our heart. You feel me? Yet you have Paul Saladino here on the media saying that it is not. And he says to avoid it for all these other good, legit reasons such as glyphosate being in oatmeal. That's why you buy organic oatmeal where there is no glyphosate or pesticide residue. Yes, you got to do your homework. There is good and bad oatmeal, right? You want to, the good oatmeal is the organic certified organic oatmeal. 
compared to the non-certified organic oatmeal. Yes, if you're buying non-certified organic oatmeal, then everything Paul Saladino says about oatmeal is true, that it is unhealthy and can disrupt your health in the long term. But if you're buying organic oatmeal, it's good for you. It's been proven to be good for the heart, for lowering and balancing LDL cholesterol in the body. It's been shown and proven to balance blood sugar levels, preventing and even curing in some cases diabetes within some people. Oatmeal is fucking good for you. It's good for us. It has a lot of fiber. Fiber is necessary for our gut health, our colon. It's another thing that Paul Saladino doesn't agree with, the fact that we need fiber. And so, yeah, I want to conclude this short episode with letting you guys know that there is no wrong diet. Really, there's just a bunch of tools in the kit like a fucking mechanic has in his toolbox, right? You pull out a diet like you pull out a tool from the toolbox when you need it to tune up the car to make sure it's still working, functioning the way it's supposed to be. So pull out the carnivore diet on a meal when you know and feel your body needs it. Your body needs more flesh foods, needs more protein to rebuild itself. Pay attention to your body and your body's needs, you feel me? Sometimes you just need a vegan approach. Your body is still digesting and feels backed up from heavy from heavy meat, food processing, whatever that you have ate from the previous meal. So you go lighter on the next meal. You eat just plant-based. You throw in some nuts, some fucking salad, salad dressing. You get me? Accommodate your meals to what your body needs from moment, from moment to moment, from meal to meal. That is what I encourage. That is what I practice. And that is what works for me. That is what works for the people that have been in the actual field of nutrition and dietetics, helping people such as Paul Check and um, who's the other person? Mike Dolce. Those are two people that I study that have 30 plus, 40 plus years of actual practical clinical experience one-on-one with people on nutrition and, and dietetics. So they know what the fuck they're talking about and their approach is to go an omnivorous wide variety way of eating. That includes all food groups, you feel me? But they also point out that it must be organic. Because if the foods you are buying are not organic, then they are processed. They are grown with either GMOs, laden and sprayed with pesticides, fungicides, rodenticides, herbicides, and any other sides that may be created in the future. Basically, if you're not buying organic, you're buying foods that have additives, preservatives, and a bunch of chemicals. If you're buying organic, you're buying food that literally just has that single ingredient within the food. Meaning, if you're buying an apple, it's just an apple. If you're buying a banana, it's just a banana. You're buying beef, it's just beef. It's just whatever you're buying, single ingredient, whole food, earth-grown nutrients. That is what these men talk about and promote. That is what I talk about and promote. And that is the way we have been eating and evolving as human beings on this planet for millennia, for the dawn of time since we have came about as a species on this earth. You feel me? So eat the way we were meant to eat. Have a variety of foods in your diet. That way you supply your organism with multitudes of nutrition and nutrients that can optimize your overall well-being and your longevity your long-term health you feel me 
we all want to age gracefully, peacefully in a body that doesn't fall apart, is frail and subjected to disease and illness and cancers and all that. We want to be healthy, vital, and give our body all the building blocks that they need to thrive. And that all comes from healthy, organic, pasture-raised, earth-grown nutrients. And so, yeah, to sum it all up, you guys, there is no wrong diet. Try it all. See what works for your body. See what your body likes. Listen to your body and go with what your body likes. Listen to your body. Go with what your body likes from meal to meal. Try out the carnivore approach. Try out the paleo approach. Try out the uh, vegan approach. Try all of them. See how your body reacts to all of them. And then take what works for you and create your own diet, your own way of eating that that meets your unique metabolic needs. You feel me? So... Yeah, with that said, there are ways to discover your metabolic needs. Paul Chuck's book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy, in the first two chapters, there are questionnaires that you can, you know, fill out, and he helps you determine your metabolic needs. There are three metabolic types um, that Paul Chuck identifies in the book and helps you figure out. Those types are the polar type, equatorial type, and variable type. Variable type, three types, metabolic types. When you answer these questionnaires in Paul Check's book, he helps you determine what type you are and basically helps you orient your meals towards your type. So, for example, if you're a polar type like I am, no, I mean, I'm a variable type. So let me do the variable type example. If you fill out the questionnaire and you figure out that you're a variable type like I am, then he shows you that your plate should be 40% protein, 50% carbs and 10% oils or fats. But if you filled out the questionnaire and let's say you were a polar type, for example, then your plate would have something more of 45% protein, 35% carbs, and 20% oils or fats. And if you were equatorial type, you would have 70% carbs on your plate, 20% protein, and 10% oils or fats. So there's really different ways to figure out what type of uh, metabolism your body has. <clears throat> and this is one way I definitely recommend you guys check out Pawcheck's book. Find a way to really discover your own metabolic unique needs. And also in the future, I'm creating my own business and programs to help you guys discover your own metabolic needs and just offer uh, fitness, nutritional services. You feel me? So stay tuned for that. That's definitely to come in the future. I'm working on that as we speak day to day, moment to moment creating things, creating my own Shopify account so I can offer these services. So definitely stay tuned for that. If you guys stood around this long, make sure to leave a five-star rating for your boy on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever the hell, whatever the fuck you're listening to me on. It definitely supports your boy. It supports me grow in the podcast algorithms. And if you want to go the extra mile, leave your boy a review and some kind words, you know whatever just a i love you shout out to your pod i'm definitely learning a thing or two i don't know leave some kind words and yeah that is going to conclude this episode hopefully you guys gain some value don't 
attach yourself to any diet like a dogma. Be open to all of them. They all fucking work. There is no wrong diet. The only wrong diet is when you stay with one diet because then you may see benefits in the short run or maybe even two, three, five months. Shit, maybe even a couple years. But the body always adapts and looks for something new. So omnivorous way includes all diets. It's a variety, nutrient-rich, organic, whole food diet. The omnivorous diet, that's what I promote, teach, encourage. And yeah, that is going to be it for this podcast episode. Like I said, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Have a good rest of your day, morning, night, whatever time frame you're listening to me on. Shout out to you and have a good one. Catch you guys in the next one. Peace.